Hello, and welcome to The Conversation at Airsafe.com, the official podcast of the Airsafe.com Foundation. I'm your host, Dr. Todd Curtis, the director of the foundation and the creator of Airsafe.com, your reliable source of airline safety and security information since 1996. In this conversation, I'd like to take you inside of an interview I had on MSNBC on the 31st of May, 2007. The interview concerned the case of Andrew Speaker, who was a passenger on several aircraft flights between the 12th and the 24th of May, 2007. He flew a number of times over a nearly two-week period, all the while the U.S. authorities, primarily the Centers for Disease Control, were trying to both track him down and prevent him from getting on airplanes. At the time, it wasn't clear whether or not he had infected anyone else during those flights. It turned out he did not have the contagious version of it, and the people on those aircraft were not at serious risk. However, at the time, it wasn't quite clear. The following is a portion of the interview I had with MSNBC on the 31st of May 2007. The transatlantic odyssey of a man infected with a rare form of tuberculosis is raising national security concerns. 31-year-old Andrew Speaker defied county health officials in Georgia and flew to Europe for his wedding and his honeymoon earlier this month. When the Centers for Disease Control caught up with the man in Rome, he sneaked back into the United States, came across the Canadian border, despite a warning to Customs and Border Protection to be on the lookout for him. Todd Curtis is an aviation safety expert and the founder of the website airsafe.com. Great to talk to you today. Well, thank you for having me. So, Todd, the CDC has been able to contact only some of the patients who flew with Andrew Speaker. Yesterday, during the CDC news conference, they said, look, we've known for ages that having an electronic passenger manifest is important and it still hasn't happened. This raises concerns way beyond this particular set of flights, doesn't it? It does, because when you have a situation like this, you'd like to have it where the FAA or Customs will be able to spot this person and keep them from flying. All right. What about the fact that if someone gets on, I mean, here's a guy, attended the Naval Academy, he worked for several district attorneys. In every way, he seems like an upstanding citizen, except for the fact that he flew against county health officials' warnings. But regardless, what happens if all of a sudden you have a terrorist with a vial of Ebola or smallpox or something like that, and now the CDC can't find the passengers who were on the plane? Well, there's a big difference here between a potential terrorist and this gentleman's case. Obviously, someone who's a terrorist intends to do harm, regardless of what the rules are. But in this case, the interesting thing I find is that there seems to be no federal rules or regulations that were violated. All right, well, here's uh, Representative Benny Thompson, who wanted to hold a hearing today. He's on the Committee on Homeland Security. The hearing was entitled, The um, Tuberculosis Incident, a Poorly Coordinated Federal Response to an Incident with Homeland Security Implications. If even uh, uh, someone, a committee member for Homeland Security thinks that, what's next for the people who really have the job of tracking down where these viruses are going? Well, what's next here depends on where we want to go policy-wise, because as I said before, there doesn't seem to be a very clear set of rules from the FAA, Department of Transportation, or even Homeland Security when it comes to the travel of someone with a potentially infectious disease. And is there any, I don't know, precautions that the airlines have in place to protect people from not just tuberculosis, but what about flu? Well, the ultimate precaution that the airlines have is that the airline, and especially the captain, is responsible for the safety of flight. If the crew spots something that seems to be out of the ordinary and potentially hazardous, the captain can deny boarding to someone or can even make the plane stay on the ground. 
Todd Curtis, great to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. Before we end this conversation, I'd like to remind all my listeners that this podcast is sponsored by the Airsafe.com Foundation. This nonprofit organization is responsible for this podcast and for a variety of other efforts to further the public's understanding of aviation safety and aviation security. For information about the foundation or to make a tax-deductible donation, please visit the foundation at airsafe.org. For more information about airline safety, you can find us at airsafe.com. That's A-I-R-S-A-F-E dot com. Or type the words airline safety into your favorite search engine. We're probably on the first page of results. Feel free to write to us at our email address, theconversation at airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.